Thank you. Okay, so that looks like a lot of fun, right? Okay, so I want to introduce some of the GID members that went on this trip to share more about and detail what happened. So I would like to in, uh, uh, invite Anthony, Ewan, Sarah, Danny, and Izzy. I'm Ewan, I'm 18, I'm from CAIS, and I'm also in GID, like the rest of the people on the side of the room are. <laughs> I'm Anthony, also 18, senior, and I've been a part of GID for like three years. Uh, I'm Izzy, and I'm 16, and I've been in GID for two years. Um, I'm Danny, and I'm 15, and I've been in GID for one year. 
Hi, I'm Sarah. I'm, I'm in ninth grade, and it's my first year in GID. So first question, what was the thing you enjoyed most about GID this year? Um, for me, I think the thing I enjoyed most about GID is this year especially, I've noticed that there's a lot more sense of a community within the ministry now. So um, people within the school would join, but then perhaps the grade divide would sort of split it up a little bit. But this time, it, some, some sort of chemistry has happened that God's put together where people have been able to have true community within GID. So just able to share life and be vulnerable with each other within GID has been very meaningful this year. Um, yeah, for me, um, I've been a part of GID for, feels like a while, but like, for me, GID is, uh, is, is where we can learn and grow in our relationship with God so we can touch other people in our school. So, and, of course, in China and around us. And for me, um, what I really enjoy is kind of what Ewan said, but like being a part of a community, and it doesn't matter what grade or, or um, what, where we are with God, we, can all, we all are knit together by the love of God, and that's really cool how we can all just share and um, be a part of what's, what God's doing um, in China in our school. So, yeah. um, okay, so what I wanted to say has been mostly said by both of them, but uh, yeah, I would agree. It's the sense of community in GID where... Um, so our theme this year was to really be real with each other because when we're real with each other, then we can be real with God and we can be real with uh, people in China. And I think um, this year in GID, we really worked hard to do that. And um, yeah, we've really grown as a community. And when we grow as a community, then in China, we work together as a team and we can share God's love that we all share with each other. Yeah. Um. Uh, this year, as a newcomer to GID, um, it was amazing um, coming all together as fellow believers. And um, a notable highlight for me uh, this year in GID was um, participating in a, a drawing for Spiritual Emphasis Week. Um, and it was when we had to act. And it was kind of cheesy, but it was great seeing God work through our own acting skills and um, touching a lot of people's hearts and bringing um, us as a community, and yeah, it was great. Um, for me, also, like, the most memorable thing must have definitely been preparing for the Spiritual Emphasis Week, like Danny said. Um, I'm usually not really a artistic or theaters person, but my teachers pushed me to um, act, and I thought it would be really tedious and annoying, but surprisingly, it ended up being really fun, and um, got closer to a lot of people, and yeah, it also was amazing to see how it impacted a lot of the students and how they stepped up, accepted Christ, and yeah, it was pretty amazing. All right, so this question is only for you and Danny and Sarah. Um, share one way you grew in your relationship with God this year. Um, one way I grew in my relationship with God this year, I mean, you know, linking back to the idea of community within GID. Um, when, you're, 
when you're doing ministry and especially like kind of like every everyone in the in your everyone in your community are believers and it's it's very easy to look like you have everything together but one thing that that I really learned this year is you know to be real with other people and to you know allow others to carry you in your times of weakness when if you can't do something don't be afraid to ask someone to to help you do it and admit that you don't have strength or you don't have time to do something so really just to walk together in life with other believers with other believers is what I've learned this year um, personally uh, this year was a big year for me uh, in terms of my faith um, I was always a good Christian so I always believed in um, everything that um, Christianity told us to but this year I found myself doubting God uh, for the first time forever and and um, yeah, it was an interesting experience. Uh, I, I didn't really want to believe in this whole thing. And I started um, thinking all these weird concepts of our purpose as uh, human beings. And I got into all these weird stuff. But, um, um, <laughs> but there, was, there was Miss Ma, and she, um, she told me about GID. And she said that um, it's really going to help you uh, with your faith and get you back on the right track. So, um, I, I honestly, I joined GID at first um, to please God because I knew um, that I was pretty distant from him and to please uh, others who are concerned of my state. And so I did join GID and, and it was um, step by step I got closer to him again and it was just amazing seeing his, um, his presence and um, through my experience, I started sharing uh, my own um, doubts, like my time of doubts with others. And yeah, it was, it was good. <laughs> okay, um, so for me, uh, through GID, I've grown to appreciate and initiate prayer more. Um, it's been a year where I've started to notice those in need of prayer and who are actually struggling. Um, I realized that I was being really selfish the past nine years of my life. I don't know. <laughs> um, like, just praying for myself and my family and not really caring about anyone else. But um, GID has really motivated me to go out to my peers, especially my grade, and um, just listen, take some time to listen to what they're going through and what they have on their minds, and then pray for them and ask them if they want to Christ as well. And um, through this, God has really helped me feel impactful. Um, like, I may not have seen any evident changes or answered prayers, but just by praying for the people, my friends, it's helped me feel like I'm actually fighting with them, which feels pretty good. And, yeah, so yeah, I've grown in that area. <laughs> All right, so the last question is for Sarah, Anthony, and Izzy. Share a story or testimony that impacts you from the China trips. I'll start, okay. Um, so I've been on a few GID trips to China, and we go to the same place every time. We go to Kaiping. Like you saw in the pictures, we visit the schools first, and then we invite them to churches, and we do a program, and then we speak to them. And what really is, is cool about that is, I mean, no part, I mean, every part is important, but like what really impacted me was after we did our program in the churches, we would talk to everyone. We would have a mingling time with everyone. And um, 
I can't speak Chinese. That sucks. So I would have a translator sometimes if I can. And really just seeing how people grow. I mean, just seeing how people grow throughout every trip that I went on is really cool because we visit the same churches. And like, like for the people we invite at schools, just the seeing for the first time uh, how God's love has affected. And you can see on their faces, they're like, just like so happy and joyful. And that, that for me is just really impactful. And yeah. Um, this is my second year in GID, but my first year going to China trips. Uh, when we go on China trips, like Anthony said, we meet a lot of new people, uh, new students. And after each church program we do, we would uh, talk to them. And uh, one person in particular I always remember and always remember, uh, love talking to is this old lady from um, Shuihao Church. So the first time I met her, she didn't have her dentures in, and I couldn't understand half of what she was saying. It was really fast Chinese. But uh, from what she was sharing, I could really uh, see the joy and the passion she has for God. And um, she talked about how she would share um, the gospel with people in her village and her own family, but um, they would reject her and reject her for what she was saying, but she still continued to share. And when I asked her if there's anything I could pray for her, she said, uh, could you pray for my daughter-in-law who doesn't attend church? And um, so I have been praying for her. And then when I came back in April, she told me that her daughter-in-law had actually started going to church. So praise God. <laughs> and um, yeah, it just really shows um, how how something so small, how someone so small can go to China and make a difference with someone. And uh, our God is really an all-powerful God who can empower each and every one of us to make a difference um, anywhere we are. Yeah, thank you. All right, let's give them a big round of applause. Thank you for their sharing. And from Danny's testimony, you might have remembered that great acting skills would, you know, praise God. So we prepared a drawing for you guys. Are you excited? Yes. Thank you. Yes. Okay. So um, uh, it's called the Please Drime, and I want to invite the Drime members to come up and perform for you guys. Thank you.
So, did you enjoy it? Yes, it was really good, right? Yeah, give them another big round of applause. All right. Okay, so we have one last um, song that we want to uh, perform with you guys, uh, perform to you guys. It's called At the Cross. Now, I want to invite um, Jasmine, Jonathan, and David to perform this song to you. Thank you.
Hi, everyone. My name is Allison, and students know me as Miss Ma. Okay, so this is my third year teaching at CAIS. It's my second year involved in GID and my first year co-leading GID with Janae. So um, what brought me to GID, I guess, is um, the years that I spent in China uh, for missions. So I was there for two years in China and um, so before um, moving to Hong Kong, it was one of the things that I really wanted to do when I went into teaching, um, to have the opportunity for ministry in the future. And so um, when I came to CEIS, one of the big things that really drew me to the school was actually the opportunity to serve in China. And um, so I was really excited to have the opportunity to be involved in what I'm passionate about, which is discipleship and missions. Uh, what was unexpected was being put into this role um, in my second year of being in GID, having to, to lead together, um, and then being in this role this year, realizing there's so much that goes on behind the scenes that King has been doing for, for so long, and then there's two of us doing it together, but still, uh, most of the time, it just felt very busy. <laughs> and um, the other two things that were unexpected, but also um, in the... You know, in the grand scheme of things, it's been really great, is how God uh, stretched me and grew me this year in leading and also the joy that came along with it. And so, you know, time and time again, GID has been a part of us encouraging students to step out in their faith, um, you know, for them to step out of their comfort zone. And then in the process, I was also having to do that myself. And so um, that community that the students were sharing about and the, the aspect of being real and everything like that was also something that I was learning alongside them and being able to grow together in that. Um, each trip, as they shared the lessons that they learned, it was an encouragement to us, um, but also we were learning a lot ourselves. Um, in the April trip that just happened over Easter, um, at the beginning I was really tired and worn out from just the busyness that led up to it, and so it felt like I was reaching my max capacity and um, um, the first night that we were going to do a church program, I was sharing this prayer request with one of the students um, bef yeah, just before everything was starting, and it was asking um, yeah, for prayer that I would be uh, filled with his joy and his strength because I was really lacking it. And so I was really thankful to see the ways that God was answering that prayer throughout the trip, um, just renewed joy um, throughout, even though it was still really busy and it was still at times overwhelming. Uh, it was a really good time of reflecting on the meaning of Easter, so the drime and the song that we just shared with you all, that was part of the program that we shared uh, over Easter. And so being able to have these conversations with students and explaining why we celebrate Easter, um, explaining things about um, Easter that sometimes we forget um, when we kind of go through the motions here. And it was also really encouraging to have conversations with local believers and hearing from people who perhaps uh, face a lot more challenges in their faith being the only Christian at their school or people who are just beginning their walk with God. And so it was awesome seeing our students in action, um, being able to see how they work together to serve and also seeing how they were growing in their faith. 
So the same has been true throughout the year. It's really tiring, and most of the time I feel like I'm reaching my max capacity, but it's also been a huge joy and privilege and to be able to serve God and see how he works in me and uh, in spite of me. So a verse that um, really stood out to me during the April trip and also I feel like sums up the year well for me is 2 Corinthians 4, 5 to 7. For what we preach is not ourselves, but Jesus Christ as Lord, and ourselves as your servants for Jesus' sake. For God who said, let light shine out of the darkness, made his light shine in our hearts, to give us the light of the knowledge of God's glory displayed in the face of Christ. But we have this treasure in jars of clay to show that this all-surpassing power is from God and not from us. So the reality is I am definitely a jar of clay. I am unimpressive, not glittery or shiny, not charismatic. I'm pretty chipped up and broken. I'm not perfect. I have made many mistakes, and I will continue to make mistakes. But he still entrusts us with this light of the gospel. So as a believer, we are first able to experience this joy, hope, and light of Christ in our lives. And then we get to pass this treasure on to others um, to show his glory as our Lord, so both at school and in China. And so my hope is that we would be able to live this out together, not just for students to do this, but also for myself, to be able to see... um, God, Christ, exalted in spite of our imperfections, um, that his light will shine through us as we reach out to people um, at school and also abroad um, in the world. So thank you so much for being a part of this journey with us as well. Thank you for your support and your prayers. Um, Yeah, similarly, I have also been working at the school for three years, and I think... Um, when King talked to us at the end of last year about his call to move on um, from the school um, and asking us to take over, I think for both of us it was a very um, big step to contemplate because he has filled such a huge role at the school for so many years. And so for us to think about stepping into that was overwhelming. And so we both prayed about it a lot and felt like God gave us a word to step out on and told us that he would be enough. And I'm sure that you've been in that situation before as well when you're deciding, you know, whether to step into something. And it's this step of faith where you feel like you can look at your own lack and say, oh, but I'm not this and this and this and this. Or you can look at God and how awesome he is and who he is in the abundance that he is and learn to draw from that. So that was really my prayer for this year was that I would learn to do that because I think for both of us, we get very focused on the, oh my goodness, this needs to get done, and this needs to get done, and this list of tasks that has to be accomplished. And I can get so easily pulled away from just being with God and and onto all these tasks. And so that was my prayer as we went into this year, and I failed many times. Um, But I came to see that that's kind of the point. Like, it's not about how good we are, like what perfect Christians we are, or what amazing leaders we are. Um, But there's that verse about Paul saying um, that God's glory is displayed in our weakness. And so it's not about how amazing we can be, but whether we allow God to work through us and through our strengths and through our weaknesses and thus glorify him. So I think while it was a very challenging year, I think both of us were learning this thing of how do you look to God and receive strength from God 
while still doing all of these things that need to get done. Um, so that's the process that I was going through this year. Um, but it's also such a wonderful privilege and blessing um, just to walk alongside these young people, these young men and women who you um, saw before you today, just so blessed by their hearts and watching them change and grow is just the most amazing thing. It's wonderful. Um, I also want to thank all of you. I think both of us, we really appreciate um, what you do. Um, I know for many of you, uh, you don't even know um, a lot of the time you're not directly involved, but your support is so appreciated, your prayers and the financial support. So we want to thank you for that. Um, yeah, and I think that's all I have. So we're going to turn it over to King now, and he will wrap up the session for us. Hi. Um, I guess I want to echo what uh, Alison and Janae share and their thanks. Um, as they mentioned, many of you probably don't know much about CAIS or the GID team, but we really appreciate your prayers, your support, and for some of you, your actual fiscal presence, you have uh, been on some of the tri trips with us, and we really appreciate that. And I hope that our yearly visit We'll let you know a little bit about some of the where some of your prayers went and also the financial resources. This group of young men and women in equipping them, helping them to share the gospel, to grow in the school and in other places in their own churches in China and beyond. Now, some of you know that GID is more than a mission team. Yes, we go to China. But we are more than a mission team. We are also more than a school club. It's much more than that. It's also not quite only a youth group. We are a combination of all three and more. Now, Janae Allison has done such a wonderful job. They were quite uh, humble in sharing about some of the lackings. But I know it's not an easy job. There's a lot of things to do, a lot of planning working with students who don't always get the forms in, and um, <clears throat> uh, yeah. <laughs> but we appreciate their work in, in helping this group of young people to grow together. And that's so rewarding, as they mentioned. Now, as with any groups, GID is no exception. Sometimes it could be easy to become myopic and just look within, just do things ourselves and have fun and just concentrate on ourselves. Because of that, one of the vision statements of the team that we drew up a few years ago includes the imperative to grow, to be disciple, in other words, to glow, be his witnesses, and to go wherever God may call us. Now, every year for the past few years, after the GID team came to share, I would stand up here, and some, some of you are probably a little bit sick of me telling you that if they can do it, so can you. Right? Same message, right? Uh, well, I'm sorry. Don't why break with tradition, right? Let's keep going one more time. <laughs> uh, 
in the past week, uh, in my personal devotion, I've been reading about the battle between David and Goliath. Now, to call it a battle is probably a little bit of a misnomer. David saw and did. Now, what happened at that time to the Israelite army? I mean, there are, I don't know how many people were there, hundreds, thousands. What happened to their army? Didn't the army and David saw the same things? Not exactly. Now, the army, the Israelite army, they saw the giant, and they came up with all these reasons why they couldn't do it. David saw the giant and knew what must be done. They may have saw and looked at some of the same things, but the conclusion was totally different. I know that many of us here are serving in different capacities, just like, wow, candles lit again. It's wonderful. And many of the things that I know we do, many of you do, very few people know about. Maybe the task that God has called you is to be that listening ear, that shoulder to cry on for your family, for your coworker. And all those are wonderful. But maybe some of us, maybe just a few of us, are hesitant because we, we don't know what we're good at or maybe we don't think that we can do anything. And just like every year, I'm sorry, look at this group of young people. Do you think they all get their act together before they went? Will you say that? You, you all sort everything out, right? right? You know what, what to do, right? No, obviously, obviously not. Many of them, even as they stood up and shared, and just like maybe when I'm sharing now, we're very hesitant. But, as Mike always say, for this, we have Jesus. Or, maybe some of us are waiting for that infamous call. Yeah, we, I, I don't want to serve, but I'm waiting for the call of God. Well, if you are waiting for that call, wait no longer. That call has been made. Not by me exactly, but by the man who said he will enable those he called. He made that call 2,000 years ago. So are we going to pick up that phone or are we going to let it keep ringing? Matthew 4, 19 to 20 says a very familiar verse, very familiar story. And interestingly, those are some of the verses that the discipleship class was uh, based on today. So if you have not been to discipleship class today, you missed out a great lesson by Andy Stanley. I'm sure if you ask uh, Pastor Stan, he'll tell you more about it. But the verse said, And he, Jesus, said to them, Follow me, and I'll make you fishers of men. Immediately they left the net and followed him. Now, God may not call you or I to leave our nets, whatever that may be in our life. But follow, we must. In which way or form, that's between you and God. It's not the location or the form. But are you willing to say yes? Now, the GID team and we at AIC 
will never be satisfied with just looking at blessing ourselves, nor will we be content to be comfortable in our school. It's so much easier not to give up our midterm break, our Christmas break, our Easter break. For those that went on three trips this year, they gave up about 12 days of their holidays. It's much easier to say, eh, Mr. Yu or Miss Ma, I'm busy, I'm too tired. But they are not content with that. At AIC, we are not content with that either. God did not allow us to form this team many years ago. About 18 years ago, this team was formed. And AIC, we've been around for, well, in different forms, about 30 plus years. Some of you will know more than I do. God did not form the team or the church for our sake. We are blessed. Oh, we are blessed. The team, the church have been blessed. We are blessed to bless others. So, conclusion, join us to grow, to glow, and to go. Join us. It's a lot of fun. Pastor Mike. Thanks, King. I just wanted to take one minute before we're going to close to address GID, um, especially the seniors. I noticed a lot of you guys kept talking about community. I just wanted to encourage you guys that I have seen this family and that love, and it's been wonderful to be a part of that. But as you go out, you're going to have to fight for that. You're going to have to search for that. Some place, some universities you're going to have to go, you're going to have to start a new fellowship. But I encourage you, understand how important that community and that love and that support is when you go out. It's not, you're not just going to get there and show up and all these friends are going to come up and invite you and it's going to be this amazing community. You're going to have to fight for it and work for it, but it's worth it. You guys have seen, you guys have gotten up at some of you 4.30, 5 a.m. for years, so you see that. But I encourage you, fight for that community, find that community, start that community, be that community yourselves when you go out. So we're going to close today with a prayer, so if you'll bow your heads with me. Father, we thank you so much for this day that we get to see you working in so many lives, Lord. We praise you, Lord. Jesus, it is because of you that we have all of this. It's because of you that we have salvation. It's because of you that we have a relationship with you, and we can come together as a family, young and old. We praise your name. You're the name of all names. We thank you, Lord. And as we go out today, we pray, Lord, that we would um, take this community, this community of love, this community of um, friendship and fellowship, and that we would share that with our families, we would share that with our neighbors, and we would share that with our classmates, and we'd share that with the world, Lord. May you fill us with your Holy Spirit, fill us with your love, and may you bless us as we go out that we may be a blessing to others. And we give you thanks. All the honor, praise, and glory to you, Jesus. And in your name we pray. Amen. You are dismissed.